Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the Awakening Empty Nester podcast. We are so pleased you can join us in today's show. I am Michelle. And I am Mark, your host of this podcast, a show that was designed for you, the Awakening Empty Nester. In this series, we will be bringing you a whole range of inspiring insights, heart-filled stories, and conversations with truly amazing people. People just like you. People who have navigated through their own challenges, lessons, and opportunities. People who have transitioned to living a life of deeper experience, heart-filled contribution, and consistent awakening and growth. Find out how they are all living with what we call a strong ECG life pulse. Let's discover more as we dive into this episode. Whether you're an empty nester or not, we trust you will enjoy today's show. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Awakening Empty Nester podcast. We're so grateful that you have joined us again today to listen in to this conversation with a beautiful soul, our beloved mentor and friend, Michelle Sorrow. This recording is a very special one. Why? Well, for a few reasons, which we will get into later. However, had it not been for Michelle's expert guidance and the support of her team at Ginny Media, this podcast would possibly still be on the to-do list. You would not be listening to the stories of our amazing guests and we certainly would not be having as much fun connecting and having conversations as we have been over the last two months. A bundle of light and joy. This was my very first impression of Michelle as she walked into the room radiant in every sense of the word. It was a few minutes later at a Mind Valley event we were attending in Los Angeles in 2018 that we realized that she was a friend of our little friend Gary Ng. And little did we foresee the journey we would embark upon with this beautiful lady. We have supercharged our personal growth in so many ways by choosing to step out of our comfort zone and do live video with an amazing tribe in the world's largest Facebook live video group, Michelle's own group Facebook Live Challenge, and for that we are immensely grateful. Michelle has a list of accomplishments longer than our arms put together. She epitomizes what we believe are the three pillars essential for living with a vibrant life pulse, experience, contribution, and growth. From what we know, Michelle's life has been a fascinating series of experiences. She contributes joy, light, and wisdom wherever she is, and she is an avid fan of consistent learning and growth. Our own connection with Michelle has been all about awakening to our own deeper experience, witnessing heartfelt contribution, and more than anything, she has helped us to grow out of some pretty stubborn limitations. So Michelle was born near Seattle and now lives in Santa Monica in California. She is a conscious entrepreneurial leader, a live media strategist on a wholehearted mission to empower millions to be seen and heard through a high-integrity online impact. Her many and varied experiences over the years include and are not limited to being an actress on The Young and the Restless, an award-winning TV show host, a highly successful real estate expert, an author of a successful book, The Voice of Gratitude, celebrating the gift of friendship, founder of a non-profit organization for children, and the host of a highly rated Fire and Soul podcast. 
and we must not forget the obsessive mama of her gorgeous dog, Samson. <laughs> wow, what an amazing life, Michelle, and with all that you've achieved in your few years. So we could keep talking about you however we want to hear from you. So tell us, how do you feel listening to all of these accomplishments in just your few, was it four and a half decades of your life? Oh, you're so sweet. First of all, I'm almost embarrassed at that beautiful intro. I'm very moved. You know, I look back and it's kind of like Steve Jobs, how he's, you know, got that famous commencement speech years back where, you know, when you're in it, you don't always know where it's going, but you can look back and connect the dots. And as I look back now in my late 40s, I can see how all of what I've done has led me to what I'm doing now. Mm. And so this just excites me for the future, what I'm doing now and what that lends itself to for what I'll be creating in the future. But really what I'm interested in now is truly being in the moment and not even being concerned with the past or the future and just really doing my best from a conscious place to be really focused on the gratitude and the honor and the humility that I feel to get to serve people like you and Mark. You know, you guys, when we met at that Mind Valley coaching event that Ajit put on, it was a soul connection immediately. And it was through getting to know you in the Fire and Soul Accelerator program, which you're now proud graduates of my inaugural Fire and Soul Accelerator, I realized I created new standards. And it was, I only want to work with people that are of that same mindset and consciousness. And those are distinctions and, uh, and really heart-centered entrepreneurs and coaches. And the two of you embody that for me. So you helped me raise an already extremely high bar in my world to even higher of I'm only going to work with that or more. Like I just, I can't ever go back to less. So I just want to thank you for showing me more so of who I want to be in the world as a woman on a wholehearted mission to make an impact that's felt and realized in a way where I get to circle back and be a guest on your podcast because I started off to do this and you're now out there doing what you always wanted to do and knew you should be doing. So to get to facilitate or to somehow be a part of that mm -hmm. um, is the greatest honor ever. Uh, we're so grateful for you. And I remember the end of our podcast course with you, how you teared up when you saw, was it 35 or so podcast graduates fly from their nest and you felt so proud and I just felt that you felt so fulfilled just watching you on a Zoom. I could feel you and... That's exactly how, I guess, heart-centered entrepreneurs want to feel. That's why they're out there doing what they're doing. That's why they're on the mission. That's why sometimes they work hard. Sometimes where they feel frustrated and they feel overwhelmed, but they keep going because that's the feeling at the end of the day, the fulfillment of helping someone else fly from the nest and, and learn what you've learned, right, Michelle? It's so true. I did not realize that I was literally cultivating the empty nester <laughs> mindset of myself right and I remember that moment it just brought tears up again because I could it was such a vivid poignant definitive moment in my career because mm. it's only just a little north of two years for me as being an entrepreneur and um and I don't even know if I really resonate with that term like you know, whatever I do. Um, people tell me all the time what I do. Lately, I've been calling it heart-centered entrepreneurship, and I'm not quite sure what it is, and I never need to really know as long as I just keep doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's 
knowing that you've contributed to a measured impact. And when we got to see 33 people who went through so much to get those podcasts out in such a short period of time, it was mm-hmm. like a boot camp on steroids. And you guys did it. And both Jenny and I, my partner in that program and my own podcast producer, we both were full of emotion. Mm-hmm. And for her, she said, you know, I have produced thousands of podcasts over the last few years and I finally get it. And it was because of our course. Mm-hmm. She's like, I now understand what this really means in terms of the larger picture and the ripple effect. Because mm-hmm. we knew that it wasn't just about helping to facilitate you guys put podcasts out in the world. We knew the thousands of lives that each one of your podcasts would make in the mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, we get to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. That was the impact that I was experiencing. That was the moment that brought me such full of emotion that was so overwhelming in a really good way. Mm. It's a great example of a ripple effect, isn't it? You you and Jeannie are the one drop and you had 35 ripples and then that just goes out. It's just amazing. The thing I love about it, Michelle, is was your expert guidance and of course Ginny's as well and her team. Amazing, amazing team. It was the opportunity to really step up through all of the programs that we've been through with you to step up and really find our own voice. And in that, you're finding your own truth. And when you are free to speak your truth in an open format, everything just opens up. You know, you feel free. It's just, I don't know, maybe that's just me, but no, it, 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 mm. it's just amazing. And we attribute all of that to you. So thank you well, so much. Well, I would say I created a container and a guidebook and some guidance along the way, but you guys stepped into your power. And that freedom that you're feeling is exactly why we created the program. Because that platform of having a podcast, it's your show. It's your own message, your own stories, your own guests. You get to design all of it. You're the producer, you're the director, you're the editor, you're the writer, you're the publisher, you're the stars, you know, you're the connector, you're the publicist, you're all of it. It's crazy, right? Mm -hmm. And that fulfillment is so rewarding because it's a platform that I think coaches must have in 2020 or it certainly it takes it just to the next level because you have access to guests that you wouldn't otherwise have a real reason to bring them on right mm. and um, I mean maybe a mastermind but even that that's not even as popular these days as like a podcast or just you know coaching programs that are actual training programs so just to watch you guys step into it so fully and to bring your full heart into it and you were so gracious every step along the journey And it was an intense program, and we're running one right now. We're halfway through it, and it's, again, intense. But you guys just led by example throughout the journey. You know, you trusted me. You trusted Ginny. You trusted yourselves, and that's huge. And and what you said, Mark, about when you find your voice, you find your truth. I was like, damn, that's a nugget right there, right? That's a quote because it's just true. And when you find your truth, you're just unapologetic and unabashed about letting that roar and, and it having a ripple effect. And that authenticity in that truth is what I think everybody is starving for right now. No matter what the, the message truly is, it's truth that we're all looking for. We resonate there on a soul level, and that's what the two of you consistently bring to the table. Oh, thank you. Thank you. For our empty nester listeners, some may be feeling a little bit disengaged during the transition and even more so in this climate of the lockdown and the restrictions and I can imagine because I was there too there was a time when I was an empty nester and I 
really didn't know actually what my real truth was and also how to express myself. And there was this little fire burning, but it wasn't able to be lit completely. And I found that when I found my voice doing the live video, but it was also watching you in your truth. It was watching mm. you be vulnerable. It was watching you come on and tell your story of how you, even though you were on screen as an actress, as a host on TV, but you were scared as well. And that helped me to step out. I know from watching what's going on in the group that a lot of people, the majority of people are coming from that place of being scared of not knowing really yeah, truly you know, who they are. So true. And so for those who are, you know, wondering what's next or what could be next and could it be better than what once was or, or what currently is, we talk about this a lot in the programs and you know this and it's what I fundamentally believe. There's certainty within our comfort zone. And, and yet everything we have in our comfort zone is typically something that was once out of our comfort zone that we now have, but we had to stretch to get what we have now, right? Learning to talk, to walk, ride bikes, drive cars, launch podcasts, coaching programs, go into a relationship that takes the ultimate vulnerability, right? Because that's the most uncertain thing is to engage in intimacy. So the two of you model that day in, day out on a beautiful level. So what I say is, just notice what is outside your comfort zone that you are being called to. Feel into it and just dip a toe. You don't need to have the whole plan laid out, mm. you know, just one little baby step at a time. And the light will come on for the next step of the path. Because another thing that I say, and you've heard me say it so many times, is action breeds clarity. Mm -hmm. And so you don't need to know how it all is going to look in a year or two years, kind of like that concept of connecting the dots. I don't know yet in three years, as I look back on these three years, where all goes. I just know it's going somewhere as long as I stay connected to my truth. Mm -hmm. I'm aligned with my soul. I do what feels right. I say no to everything else. Mm -hmm. And I just operate from that place. It's the true essence of like a queen or a king, right? Mm -hmm. Which is the energy of an empty nester, right? We're of a certain age. We've lived a certain amount of life. We've had enough experiences. And now it's time for us to own our power from a state of grace and vulnerability and honesty and standards that we actually honor within ourselves so that we can teach others how to treat us. But now being willing, it's like, what do we have to lose? Being willing to step outside that comfort zone, I think is where the magic is. And it requires courage. And I know that. So that gateway to courage is, is oftentimes just taking a few deep breaths. And just being willing to be uncomfortable for a little bit in the beginning while it's new, which is part of the experience of the ECG model that you guys teach so brilliantly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's been a great journey, that's for sure. I remember when we first started, Michelle here, Michelle Lee, she tried to encourage me to go on to Facebook to do lives. And I was so scared. There was no way in the world. I was so resistant. No way. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but it only took you know, the first time and then the next time and those little baby steps, those little tests. And then now it's no problem most of the time, yeah. most of the time. Yeah. But it is that, yeah. that is that issue of finding yourself and um, people that might be listening, they might be in the same position I was. No way in the world am I going to pop on and, and do a, a Facebook Live. No way in the world am I going to do a video. No way in the world. What the heck what do you mean? I'm not going to do a podcast. Who the heck would listen to me? And that's where we were it's at. So true. I always say live video is for you if you're scared to do it, <laughs> you are concerned about what others might think, 
You're worried about what you'll sound like, what you'll look like. You've never done it before. You consider yourself not techie at all, right? All those things. I'm like, if any of that resonates, this is perfect. It's time to grow, right? <laughs> and you know, the other thing that I say a lot, and you've heard me say it a hundred times is discomfort is the currency of growth. So whenever we're really uncomfortable and anxious and we're triggered by the fears and the imposter syndrome and all the stuff that could hold us back, celebrate it, embrace it. It's an exciting time because it means you're growing. Mm -hmm. And if you're not growing, you're dying. I mean, just the reality is, is that's just the way that it works. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, this is my second act too. I'm late forties. So I might even be past halfway. I mean, who really knows? And so I just want the second act to be the best act, the most fulfilling act. And I don't mean like, get after my impact. That's there. But I mean more grace, more ease, mm -hmm. more flow, mm -hmm. more alignment with myself, really doing what lights me up, what feels really right and resonant. And a lot of that is not what I've done, right? So it's stepping into the unknown yet again. I, I just keep coming back to that. You know, it's, it's embracing the uncertainty, embracing the fears, because that is absolutely the place where you are assured that you are making progress. You are indeed growing. It's about letting go of the judgment of self and others. And I think a lot of people grow up through their teenage years, right, where they have to fit in. I've got to do this. And if I do, if I look a bit silly, then I'm going to be made fun of. If I do this, then I'm going to be teased or whatever. So our lives are shaped and we start to hold ourselves or disguise ourselves from our real truth through those years and then when you get to an empty nester age you know when you start to get some wisdom you realize well hang on a minute i'm tired of of these shields these masks this stuff that i've been putting on myself so that i didn't look silly so that i didn't get tea so that i didn't get ridiculed well what if you were true self? What if you were your actual full self without those masks, without mm. the BS that just holds us back? Mm. And you start speaking your truth and you start being you. Mm. And I could not agree with you more. You're speaking my love language. And I truly believe that through live video and or podcasting and the combo is the dynamic duo, that that is the gateway. Because People are like, well, what do you mean? I don't even know. Because we're so conditioned to put up like on social media, a perfectly filtered mm -hmm. photograph with perfectly curated content or a photoshopped, you know, video or whatever. And so we're so used to hiding behind pretense or illusion. And so it can feel really, really scary. I know it did for me because when I started live video um, a little over two years ago, I had been on live TV, yes, for eight years prior, but what many don't realize is that on TV, every host on television, especially in high definition, has a filter. They make you look beautiful. So if I had a freckle or any spots on my skin, whatever skin is showing on camera, whether it's my neck, my decollete, my arms, my hands, my face, it's all smoothed out like this perfect little Instagram filter. People don't realize that. So when you're suddenly coming on with live video with there's zero filter, well, there are possibilities to do filter, but I don't recommend it. And I've never done that. So it's like when you let yourself be seen in real time, exactly as you are, that's where you start to take back the control and you own your own power. And that is the gateway to, oh, if I do that, then that's one level I'm letting go of, mm -hmm. of what would I look like? Then the next level is like, okay, after maybe 21 to 30 lives, because I do think based on 
taking thousands of people through live video challenges, it's somewhere around 21 to 30 in a row classically of like three to five minutes each where like you start to tap into, oh, I forgot the camera was there. I was no longer worried about what someone else might have thought. And that's when you start to pierce through. But it doesn't happen immediately. It doesn't happen overnight or on the first one. But it does happen with practice. And then before you know it, you're completely free to be yourself. And then you hear yourself say things you're like, oh, my gosh. I didn't know that I could share that so authentically, so vulnerably with such realness, you know, and certainty behind the belief that I have about those thoughts and those beliefs. For me, it's been a game changer, and it's why I'm on this wholehearted mission to empower millions around the world to be seen and heard, because I think this is what we're looking for, especially in the world of conscious leadership and entrepreneurship and as coaches and trainers out there in the world. Nobody wants anything less than real mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. and that's the fastest way that I've seen to, to get there. Yeah, and what you just described there was, for the first, say, 30 lives or so, was when you're in your head. You know, thinking about, okay, what do I say? How do I say? I wonder if someone's watching. Should I respond? And you're you're thinking up what you should, what content you should be putting out there. And then all of a sudden, like you say, your emotions start to flood in and you start to connect your head with your heart. And that, that coherence starts to just evolve. And then all of a sudden, and I know this happened for me, is where I came off alive and I didn't actually remember what I said. I went in without an agenda, went in just talking from some place and it was only when I listened back to a couple of my videos that I realized, whoa, did I say that? Where did that come from? So you know, there's something bigger than all of us. And if we tap I into love that you said that. And if we tap into that and just allow and let like Mark said, just surrender and let go, wisdom will flow through us. Yeah, you say you're like the instrument of helping us or you're the container for us to move through and become be the voice and be seen as well but I believe that we we're not just our bodies we are the container through which wisdom infinite intelligence will flow through if we just allow and trust it that's it and the gateway I do believe is surrendering right giving up the control giving up the ego definitely giving up the number one fear that almost everybody has that stops them from doing something this courageous which is what would others think right Mm. or that imposter syndrome that likes to come in who do I think I am for going on live video and speaking my quote truth right but the reality is is that with a little bit of practice little bite-sized pieces at a time you start to get that access my confirmation for downloading oftentimes I'll get like chills all over my body I don't know what what happens for you but that's when I'm like oh that did not come from me I'm downloading something right now and so now I've learned to just open myself up to it like I never know what I'm going to say even in all my training programs we've got guidebooks and pdfs and we know the direction of our flight path Mm -hmm. but in the meantime it's very free flow I don't say the same thing every week and I don't say the same thing every time I teach the same course. I just allow for whatever needs to come through organically. Mm. And I think that's why people always say to me, you're so authentic. Mm. I feel comforted by your authenticity. And there's never been a greater compliment than I could ever receive because I know that I'm being that way because I'm just allowing for whatever needs to come through. Mm. And so I'm completely on the same page and in alignment with wisdom downloading from source energy that's available for all of us. And by the way, you could replace wisdom with abundance, with love, with joy, and with success, fulfillment, whatever that is. If we just get out of our way, 
then we tap into the flow mm -hmm. of something so much bigger than ourselves. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it can look like a big career and making millions of dollars and impacting thousands of lives. And it can look like celebrity status or whatever else. But if you stay super heart centered, you don't get caught up in any of that. What shocked me the most in the past year of my business, because I've only been doing it a little more than two years, is the humility, and I say that with humility, but the humility that's come over me, because people like to say all the time, you run the largest Facebook group, and you've impacted all these lives, and blah, 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 and I'm like, I don't feel like I've done anything, because I haven't. All I did was surrender first to just like, use me, how can I serve at my highest potential, mm -hmm. and then started just getting inspirational downloads of create this, create this, create that. Mm -hmm. And and then the people came, you know, and and I've never had to spend money on Facebook ads or marketing. And I have built a business that blows me away that I get to do what I get to do and actually enjoy a nice income because of that impact. But it's always been impact first for me. And and when you rip all away all the other stuff from it and the goals and the end game, then you just get to live in the experience of enjoying it and being just blown away that this is what you get to do but again I never feel like I do any of it I just create a space for it mm -hmm. and whoever's supposed to go for it will and whoever isn't all that's great too mm -hmm. um, but just really operating from that mindset I think has freed me up because the first year was stressful you know you're competing you're comparing you know you're hustling and I did all that my first year mm -hmm. which is why I started fire until it's like stop right back it up like let's go back to that original moment when I woke up at date with destiny in 2017 my heart was so wide open and it was from that place that I started and I was like I'm coming back to that place no hustle no grit no grind only ease grace and flow mm -hmm. because from there I can trust in that anything else I can't trust in that right now I guess the, the hustle, the grit, the grind is reminiscent of myself as a parent when I had my children around and when I was extremely busy running a business, running a charity. And as much as I've learned over the past few years of letting go and letting flow, it still comes back. The default comes back at times. However, now I'm more aware of it, I'm more present with it, and I can see it happening as it's happening, and then I can make a choice. Do I continue to hustle? Do I continue to, to spend hours at the laptop? And, and in that, um, if I see myself doing something, I ask myself, so am I loving what I'm doing? Am I loving myself? Am I nurturing myself? So it, there's an awareness mm -hmm. that comes into it. It doesn't just happen overnight that I stop and I keep flowing forever. It comes back, comes back, but... Again, it's a learning process, just like you said. And the more consistent you are, the more masterful you become. That's right. It's what Tony Robbins teaches, right? Repetition is the mother of skill. Yeah. Or what I like to say, everything you want, including how you want to feel, most important, is just on the other side of consistency. So if I'm constantly in reaction and allowing myself to get triggered by whatever is happening in life, current events, traffic, schedules, to-do lists, pressures, demands, deadlines, et cetera, then I'm not living from that state of grace. Mm -hmm. And I, I now have modalities that can tap me back into it. But of course, we're human, right? And so not all days are that. I mean, I just went through 10 days of feeling really emotionally and physically depleted. I had a surgery and all the things and everything that's happening in, in the world around the, you know, the murder of George Floyd, which just opened up a whole new perspective for me to just uncover mm -hmm. where's my place in that and where's my pain in that and where is my awakening in that, which is the where I am now in it. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, but honoring all of it and not trying to push past the discomfort or the triggers or when I'm feeling um, contracted because the contraction is a gift. You know, they talk about the darkness and the light all the time. So if I'm feeling less than my queen in her grace, then I'm like, ah, there's a beautiful gift and blessing in this. And I don't know what it is yet, but I know that there is. So at least I can be grateful even while I'm experiencing impatience or stress or overwhelm, right? Mm -hmm. And then these days, just like what you were saying earlier, it comes way less frequently. And I celebrate that progress because I'm like, ah, I'm doing it. I'm growing. You know, there's way more grace than there is stress and overwhelm. This is awesome. Imagine what it'll be in a year from now if I just stay consistent. Mm, yeah, sure. that's perfect. It's um, true, isn't it, that really starting to pull back away from the detail and being an observer of what's going on, both in the community, in the world and so on, but also in your own life. We can become so focused, laser focused on our challenges. But if yeah. we set back, you know, problems are only temporary as often said, you know, we can get there and become so focused on the shite that's going on right now, the challenges, the mistruths, the deceit, all of those things. Yes, you can put your focus into that, but is that really serving you and is it really serving the people that you love and in your community, in your family, in your community? But if you take a step back and look from an observer point of view and then treat that with love and understanding and respect and looking at what is the higher picture, where am I actually going and having trust that we will get there through love, you know, that's a really good place to be. And I love that. I actually just had some guests on my own podcast and we titled it, it's going to come out in a few weeks, but we titled it, All Feedback is Love. Mm. And we started with what's happening in the world, especially with the murder of George Floyd. And then we talked about, oh, and then how would we relate that to like negative comments that are mm. just really hurt on social media or family triggers or whatever. And we're like, wow, it's all a gift, right? If we can look from a clean, grace-filled lens and see everything for its pristine, innate nature, now, I'm not always there, but for the most part, I am, and I celebrate that. But yeah, it's like, wow, it's all love, isn't it? It mm -hmm. just is. So I love that you said that because I literally just had this conversation that it is. Mm -hmm. Now, I choose to see it that way, so that's my lens. And there are other people who don't and who might not ever, and that's okay, too. I don't need Absolutely. to try to change their mind or to educate them, especially right now where there's a lot of conversation around you know, being a racist or an anti-racist or equality versus hierarchy or all the things that are happening right and it's really really predominant here and loud and noisy in the state and rightfully so and I just thought you know I don't need to prove anything I don't need to be anything different I just need to come from a place of love and model that mm -hmm. and that's the best that I can do mm. absolutely yeah yeah lead by example that's exactly it heart-centered example absolutely and you know you've heard me say this as often as I'm conscious enough to remember. Yes. <laughs> yes. No? And letting ourselves off the hook when we're like, oh man, you just put that person off in the road. Whoa, what, <laughs> what was that? And I was like, that's old ghetto stuff. It, it's called rage and it happens to all of us. And it just, it's just in a moment's notice. And when you can just acknowledge the rage, oh, hey, rage, what's up? Then you begin to transmute it and then you can come back to peace. Yeah. But not to judge it. And so if you don't judge it in yourself, then you'll be so much quicker to not judge it in another exactly. when it happens for them. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's about being gentle on yourself, isn't it? You know, you've, you've got these yeah. certain level of beliefs and, and habits and so on that you've built up over your life because of a variety of reasons, predominantly to protect yourself from hurt and blame and so on and shame. 
But you want to make a change, it can't happen in an instant. You have to slow that train down and be an observer and say, okay, we are, I see that now. I've, I've noticed that I haven't reacted in my soulful self here and then start to turn and make the turn and make the shift. And every time you move away from that initial trajectory that you were on and you make a little shift and then a little bit more of a shift and more of a shift, then in the future, it might be a day, a week, a month, a year, a couple of years, you're in a different, completely different path than you were originally. But it's being aware of that. Exactly. And the way that my brain, my heart actually just <laughs> heard that, that is the true essence of an empty nester to me. You could be 20 and an empty nester, to be honest, right? Like it's just a term that is usually and typically identified as parents or children have flown the coop. Mm -hmm. But it's anytime you're having a new perspective, that could also be a way in which to look at it. So this, this whole conversation for me feels like we're leaning in to another level and another sort of realm of what empty nester mindset truly is, which is being willing to let go of once was for what could be and what you dream of, right? And then reverse engineering that, living from the state as if your dreams and your prayers are already answered. Mm -hmm. Correct. Perfectly. Yeah. Said. Wow. We could talk about so many things, Michelle. <laughs> I just feel we could go on forever. So, Michelle, what's next for you? What next experience have you got lined up? So, you know, my mind immediately goes to work because that's just what I've been so focused on for two years. But inside of the work, I have now committed to only working Monday through Wednesday mm -hmm. and being off completely Thursday through Sunday, I'm not sacrificing the income or the impact that I know I'm meant to make. But I really want to be more productive. I've officially hired two dream team members nice. since we spoke last. Um, my prayers have been answered in the ease and grace of both of those people that came into my life. And it's freed me up on levels I can't even explain. So for that, I'm extremely grateful. And I want to spend more time in nature and in the mountains and in rivers and in oceans. And I don't need fancy vacations, but I just need to like lie on a, like a, like an inner tube in a river and just <laughs> chill, right? With no cell service and just be in nature. And so that's what's calling me in the immediate future. And also just really looking at where I can be smarter and more productive about really growing my business, which is through collaborations and affiliate partnerships. So that's something I'm really excited about. I mentioned to you before we hit record that um, I'm really, really excited about something that I visualized and spoke out loud and wrote down on my vision board about a year ago, which was to collaborate with one of my favorite mentors, Jack Canfield. Wow. Uh, many people know him around the world as the Chicken Soup for the Soul mm -hmm. author, and he's a legend in the personal development space and such a beautiful, authentic soul that I've had the, the privilege to get to know. And we are collaborating on my live video master course where you guys um, originally came into my training program. So that gets rolled out in just a couple of weeks, actually. And so looking at that as, as part of, you know, um, how to be more productive with everything that I'm doing and then making space because of that new schedule and because of getting a dream team built up for love. So that is my dream of all dreams. So you got to open up. So far, it's been, okay, create spaciousness in your schedule from work so that you have some time to reset. But now it's like even opening up even more, okay, you've got business going and you've got spaciousness for you, 
but now you've got to open it up for a partner. And so that's what's next for me, and I can feel it coming, and it's an exciting thing. Awesome. That's so exciting. And will Samson be part of that picture? He's a part of my picture. (laughs) I'm hoping for, like, minimum 15 more years. He's three, and I just met someone the other day in our favorite dog park that we go to, as you know, almost daily, Uh and they that they had a doodle like he is, and he lived till 18 years old. And I was like, yeah. So I looked at Samson, and I was like, we just made a new contract, buddy. So yes, he's <laughs> my beloved. I also have two rescue kitties. I don't post much about them since Samson came in my life, but make no mistake, it's a fur family on the bed every night. Yeah. We wake up together, we to bed together. They all love each other. They play together. Um, and I'm very, very blessed. Very Beautiful. blessed. Gosh, wouldn't it be beautiful to be um, one of Michelle Sora's um, fur babies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just be in that atmosphere of love. <laughs> they are, let me tell you, they are living the 1% of the 1% life. I mean, and, and it's my honor to do that. I don't have kids, you know, so they are my, they are my babies yes, and it's, yes. it's incredible. Yes. We, we resonate with you with the kitties. We've got two of our own. As I well. know you do. <laughs> Your kitties are mystical. Yeah. All right, the next question is, and I think you really have spoken to that throughout the whole podcast, is what contribution do you wish to make in this next chapter of your life? Well, it is truly all around empowering millions to be seen and heard. Whether it ever gets to millions or not, I'm not attached to, but it's one life at a time. Being brave enough and courageous enough to step out of your comfort zone, to take a risk, and to allow yourself to be seen and heard in that authentic truth that we've been speaking about throughout this conversation. Mm -hmm. That is why I'm here. You know, someone coined me the other day. I think you'll like this. They said, you're a courage activator. Ooh. And I was like, yeah, nice. that's what I do. So I just stepping into that more fully and, and understanding my role and the privilege of that role and really owning it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Nice. Thank you. And uh, what's that next element of growth for you? What is that out of comfort zone for you? There's a lot of things that scare me. Um I don't know if if I really want to focus on it because I think there's inherent fear in wondering if you make the right decisions around team members, new lovers, um, new friends, business partners, and life's going to happen, but I'd rather let go of the fear and tap into the faith more so now than ever because the fear has held me back and kept me single for the last few years. The fear has held me back, and it's what I believe was operating for why I hired the wrong people and then had to consequently fire those people in the last year and a half. You've seen me go through this process multiple rounds, and I'm in a mastermind as a member, a paid member right now of Jarek Robbins, and it's phenomenal. And Jarek Robbins is the son of Tony Robbins. And he's just the most authentic, beautiful soul. And he's just a badass coach. So we did this beautiful process recently. And it was all around business. And what's your next number one outcome? And we had a journal on the live mastermind call. And we had to do three rounds of journaling. And you couldn't repeat anything you had written down for possible solutions. Kind of like the mind gapping or gapping up exercises that you've probably done in the past. I know they do it at UPW um, all the time. And by the time we did it the third round, I realized, oh, my gosh. What I have to do is let go of my fear and control. And that is my gateway to making all of my decisions from a conscious state. And I swear to you, within 24 hours, magic happens. So I'm living more in the space of faith rather than fear. Mm -hmm. I can appreciate the question. I always have fear. I'm scared of a lot of things. 
But for me, the antidote is action. Beautiful. That's your fire and soul. <laughs> That's right. Inspired action from an awakened soul. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Quick piece of advice that you would give an offer to an empty nester who knows they have a dream but yet is hiding and not being able to bring themselves to be seen and heard. What is the first thing that you would say to them? I would say that I keep reflecting lately, and I don't know why. I certainly hope I'm not close to dying. Um, but for some reason, I keep seeing and keep thinking about this quote that's widely known all over social media and psychology and personal development, which is the number one regret of the dying. And it's something to the effect of, I wished I would have lived the life that I truly wanted to live, but I was too afraid to do it. Yes. And it's like, I do not want to be on my deathbed. And I won't. That's just not me anyway. But I want to cultivate more of that. So if you reverse engineer that and you've got those fears um, and those anxieties of what that you know could feel like, I would put more of your focus and more of your energy on what it could look like if you weren't afraid. Mm, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle, for your wisdom, your stories, and most of all, highlighting to us and to our listeners the importance of letting go and to be seen and to be heard. We are certain that you've awakened the hearts and the minds of so many as to why and what is possible when we listen to our hearts and we allow ourselves to connect to a deeper sense of self-love. So if there are any mm. emptinesses out there curious to know more, to link arms on a mission to make a difference with Michelle, then let's create magic together. You can reach Michelle through the various links in our show notes below. So yeah, thank you again, dear listeners. We don't take this time with you lightly. We work every day to be the living example of everything we teach. We are deeply honoured and privileged to have the opportunity to contribute to your life in some way. This has been a great honour and an opportunity to deliver information and the fact that you are taking about an hour out of your day to listen to this podcast, we are humbled by your presence. And if you feel awakened by one of our podcasts, please share your experience with us. Reach out and send us an email to podcast at thedreamarchitects.com. You can also join our community on Facebook at Awakening Empty Nesters. Till we return with our next guest, may you be inspired to awaken your voice and be ready to be seen so that you are opening your world and that of others to deeper experience, unconditional contribution and consistent growth and living with a strong ECG life pulse. So it's goodbye from myself and Michelle, and thank you, Michelle Sorrow, for your time today. I can't be more honoured for our time together. I love you both with my whole heart, and you know it. Thank you very much for this gift of time on your podcast. This is the Awakening Empty Nester podcast. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoy what you heard today, share with a friend. And if you have not already done so, please subscribe, rate and review the show on your favourite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments or feedback for us, you can reach us directly at podcast at thedreamarchitects.com. Looking forward to you joining us on our next show. Thank you for listening.